Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's show, Admin Trip Folders, Part 1 of 2. Before we get on to this important topic, just wanted to remind everybody about our upcoming Houston, Texas Effective Manager Conference on the 7th of October. If you're new to Manager Tools or if you've been with Manager Tools a while and you want to know more about the effective use of one-on-ones, feedback, coaching, and delegation, and then how to roll it out to your organization, then join us on October 7th in Houston, Texas for the Effective Manager Conference. All right, with the end of that commercial message, here we go with the show. Well, I know that you believe, as I do, that one of the most unsung casts that we have in our entire Manager Tools inventory has to be the cast about effective use of admins, right? Yeah. In fact, it's a, it's a series of casts. Yeah. Um, if you're listening and you have an admin, it is likely that you are seriously underutilizing him or her. Great admins, well-managed, improve the performance of executives or managers they support by at least 50% in all cases. And in our opinion, literally as much as 100% in many cases that we've seen, good admins honestly make that much difference. We're not kidding. And we see what amounts to admin abuse. We don't mean that pejoratively. Admin abuse or the lack of effectiveness with admins all the time. It's very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. And in our original cast, we talked about really just the beginning of how to have a great relationship with our admins, leading, of course, to our effectiveness. Right, exactly. Um, and there's literally hundreds of actions that admins take that add up to our noteworthy gains and efficiencies, many of which anyone with an admin can get to and use right away. Right. And we didn't talk specifically about this particular area, but here's one of them, and that's creating trip folders to make traveling administratively less burdensome to us. Yeah. And so we're going to cover that today. Yeah. And there we have five points we want to make. First, we'll describe what a trip folder is. And then we're going to talk a little bit about managers who may not be using their admins very much. Uh, number two, how to implement trip folders initially. Number three, what they contain, what, where you should start in terms of what, what, what goes into one. And then number four is how to action them, which is really pretty simple. And we want to end and talk about two trends that are worth noting when it comes to admins, about the fact that there are less admins than there used to be, and they tend to get less training than they used to, and that's an opportunity for anyone with an admin today. Good. If we're going to talk about trip folders, we better define what a trip folder is. Yeah. Because it sounds pretty simple, but yeah, what is it? Yeah, in fact, I would argue there are a lot of managers who, who have seen them don't even know what it is. Or, or have thought to themselves, boy, I wish my admin would do that for me, or why is that person doing all that? And the fact is, it's a pretty standard thing. But, but a trip folder is just what it sounds like. It's a physical pro- folder prepared by your admin for you as a manager before any professional travel that you go on as a manager. It's nothing fancy. It's usually just a standard file folder, and it's filled with all the necessary logistical information, the travel stuff as well as operational information, the stuff that the travel is about. Almost all of them have the travel stuff, and many have the operational information, files and notes for clients or for subordinate organizations, what have you. The trip folder exists to reduce the amount of thinking and administrative preparation the manager has to do about her travel. It keeps us, the traveling manager, from spending time or attention 
And attention is really the, the interesting one in our opinion. It keeps us from spending time or attention on scheduling, on travel, on logistics, or really any other administrative actions that support the trip but don't actually, of course, make or break the trip. All this stuff is necessary you know, somebody's got to do all this stuff, right? They've got to schedule the trip. They've got to worry about travel arrangements. They've got to worry about logistics and the administration around that. Yeah, but we don't recommend the manager does it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and look, I, I think um, I think it's a good point to say, you know, look, before we go any further, right? Yeah, because because right now I think the majority of people who are listening to this who have an admin who are not executives at, at quite senior levels, the majority of, of folks – do it themselves. And we want to take a minute, more than a minute here in this case, to address what is a likely thought that goes along with that. Fact is, you know, we could wait till the end of the cast to talk about this. In fact, originally I had planned on doing this, but in talking to managers about more effective and efficient use of their admins, we get the sense that a lot of managers, when we have these conversations, simply walk away from these ideas without hearing them. And so we're addressing you, managers, who, you know, right up front, we want to talk to you. If you're thinking about not listening to this cast because I would never use my admin that way, then we want an opportunity to at least put you in neutral. And, and look, we, we, we know what your thinking goes like, and frankly, we can understand it, right? Uh, that You would say something like, thanks to my PDA, thanks to 3G web speeds, thanks to Google and Google Maps and Yahoo and MapQuest and GPS services and mashups. The file folder idea is really an archaic practice. And in fact... It is archaic and it's been going on a long time, but it's still enormously effective. It's a bit like the telephone. It's been around for a while, but it still works really well. And, you know, you would say, well, everything's electronic now. And then you go probably go further. Some of you would say, I do all my own travel stuff. It's too hard to communicate my needs to my admin. There are too many changes. And I don't even like, let alone have enough room for another folder. It's this sort of manager as independent agent kind of thing. That it's it's almost a little offshoot of the brand you kind of thing. I don't I don't need somebody else to do this stuff for me. I'm independent. I don't want to rely on other people and so on. Yeah, and we respect this view, right? I mean, you, both you and I have used all the, these tools, you know. And there's nothing like not knowing an address or phone number and just typing in Morton's or Permanis or Five Guys or Zushi Sushi and putting that into Google Maps and getting directions from right where we are because, of course, we have a GPS on our phone as well. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I was in a small town recently, and I didn't know where I was. And I was with somebody who said, let's go to Sonic. And I didn't know any of the streets or anything. And I typed in, you know, I went into Google Maps on my iPhone and said directions. And it's always, I think it all defaults to start from where you are, present location. And then I just typed in Sonic. I just keyed in Sonic just that. And it immediately found the one Sonic in town and had the route in 30 seconds. And I would never have known to go this way. And it took you 30 seconds, right? Yeah. I, it may, may not have even taken that. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. So, all right. So these tools exist. We know how to use them. You just told me how fast it is. So, yeah. So why do you need all this, tri <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this trip folder? That, that's why we, you know, we respect, we totally respect that point of view, but the fact that this sort of stuff is easier than ever, thanks to technology largely, obscures more important managerial, developmental, and organizational considerations than its ease, right? Our fundamental principle here springs from Managerial Economics 101. If someone who works for us can do something, it's wasteful for us ourselves to continue doing it. 
right? I mean, look, the financial math is unarguable, right? I mean, why pay us more to do something that we can pay someone else less to do? You know, at a stretch, it's a silly stretch, but it's the CEO taking out the garbage in the company. That's an expensive task to the company. Somebody's got to do it. If the CEO does it, it's expensive. From an economic perspective, us doing our own travel when somebody else can, and look, folks, you may be good at it, and I would argue I'm as good at it as anybody just because of the amount of miles I, I flew before my firm could afford an admin all those years ago. But us doing our own travel when someone else can. And look, folks, your admin is supposed to do your travel anyway. It's a bit like hiring an outside service to do something that's more expensive than some other service and getting the exact same results. In other words, spending more and getting no increase in value. And uh, we'll make it even easier. Frankly, if executives who had admins at most firms, the top of most folks' firms that are listening to this, had any sense of the lack of use of, of the abilities of admins by lower level managers, they'd be furious because it's hard enough to meet budget needs. And many people know that admins are often the first to go in terms of budgeting, except at the really, in the really important jobs. They would literally take admins away, I think. Now, we're not saying shame on you. We're just saying there's an opportunity here to use your admin to be more effective, and we want to encourage you to do it. Yeah. Is it all just economics, though? Is that the only reason we're recommending this? You know, I I think that managerial economics 101 is great. I, you know, I was the one that coined it, but there's something else that managerial economics gets to that we that it doesn't really it implies, but it doesn't state. And it really what it boils down to is the scarcity principle. And the scarcity principle recommends that we use our admins fully, even to create trip folders. If we're doing our own trip planning and preparation, the scarcity principle tells us, by definition, we're not doing something else. Okay, this is where it really breaks down. How can we as managers complain we don't have enough time for things when we're spending time doing something someone else can do and, frankly, probably wants to do? Right? Uh, yeah, we all have too much stuff to do. We know that. We always ask at all of our conferences, you know, hey, anybody here get all their work done every day? And everyone goes, no. So, well, okay, so you have, you've got more work than you, you're getting done, right? So, we all know we have too much to do. So, do the only logical thing and delegate the least valuable things you do. Anything that you can delegate, we recommend you should. That's managerial economics. And Look, the, the way you figure that out is by starting with the things that you and only you can do and holding on to those mission, goals, feedback, coaching for your staff, decisions had to be made, and so on. Stuff that's low value, even if we like doing them, have to be the first to go. And a little side note here, I, we, we mentioned that, you know, that frankly, your admin wants to do this stuff. Some people are listening and they think their admin doesn't want to do it. If you're listening and you think your admin doesn't want to do it, in our experience, you're almost certainly wrong. Managers have this mistaken idea all too often that the stuff they the stuff we ask admins to do are beneath the admin. Okay, admins have told us hundreds of times that maybe they want to do more with their careers, maybe they want to become a consultant or something like that. But usually they usually they know that that means doing this job exceptionally well, right? And they also tell us something that really is da- damaging to the, to the people who don't want to use your admins fully, that, that argument. They says, if it really is beneath me as your admin, doesn't it make it completely beneath you? Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're doing travel yourself, you're not doing something else. Smart, efficient executives only think about their travel when they're handed a trip folder and they're briefed on it by their admin. 
If that's not you, then we really think that your thinking needs a, a checkpoint here, and we recommend this cast. We recommend all our casts, right? But but this is one where people, many managers have a scotoma, a blind spot, and we we want to keep you in neutral for the rest of this cast. And and uh, I know we're going a little bit long here. I apologize for it, but there are still a couple of more worthy reasons to overcome managerial reticence to asking admins to create trip folders for us. And, and look, there are other things that we can ask them to do, um, not not just trip folders. And these ideas, these the, the the reasons they're related. One is one is, but I can do it better for myself. That's a classic one we hear from managers. And the other one is, well, how important really is this thing anyway? Right? Managers say to us, okay, I get the whole economic thing. But that's really kind of a theoretical thing, and economists are always saying, on the other hand, anyway, right? But frankly, managers say, I have my own way of doing this. It'd be a pain to give it to somebody else. I'm smarter than my admin about the hotels I prefer and about my seating and when to fly and what rooms and how to schedule client days. It takes me less time than it does her to do it. And frankly, under the present, the way you're thinking, the, the, we acknowledge you're right. It does take you less time than it would for him or her to do it. Right. Well, if that were valid logic in this case, then we, we just frankly be willing to say that we just never delegate anything ever yeah. to anybody. <laughs> yeah. We could use that same logic on almost any task yeah. that you should be delegating. Right. Because while you're right right now, we agree with you, you're right. It takes you less time now. The logic of... I'm better than him at this, only holds for a short period of time until they learn how to do it. Maybe, look, look, maybe it's two or three or four trips, okay? You're right. For those two or three or four trips, it's going to take longer to teach your admin what you like and how to do it than it would be for you to do it yourself. This is part of the heart of the underdelegation epidemic that exists all across managers, all across the world in our experience. When you consider it will take you longer than you normally do it, and it will be of less quality, and it'll also include time from your admin, let alone the fact that it takes you more time than normal. It might not seem worth it to do it this way, but I'm, we're telling you we have experience watching managers having gone through it. We've seen managers on one side of the hump, on the other side of the hump, and going over the hump, and it absolutely is still worth it. Going over that McGuire hump of the horseman curve is, it's look, it's usually not easy. If it's easy, then it's really not a hump. Sometimes, frankly, it's just really hard. We would argue it's professionally necessary in far more cases than most of us are willing to admit. It's, it's always hard in the beginning. But once we get past those first two or three or four trips, and we're no longer doing trip folders, and we'll never do it again, and they are as good, as it, at, good at it as we were, the benefits accrue incredibly fast. Right? I, right. It's just, you, know, you, you start sliding down the curve to the land of milk and honey. Okay. What about your second question you had in there, which is, I mean, really, I mean, how important is this stuff? Yeah, we hear you. It's a minimal task, perhaps. In fact, you're thinking, how I can go from minimal to zero. I don't do it now, right? In fact, I would argue that you do do it now. It's all in your head. And if you get enough curveballs during a trip, you forget stuff. And Lord knows I've done that. And you just can't keep up. It happens. But here's the thing about lower-level tasks that I don't think people see the way they should. If it truly is, the other pressures in our job and the fact that we don't value it are going to keep us from getting better at it, right? If it really is a lower level, the things that we do most of the time are going to keep us from trying to get better at something that's lower level. Our admin is going to get a lot better at this process than we ever were 
partially because of manager economic 101 and everyone benefits when it takes them less time to produce higher value for us and them they're also going to do things we would never dream of doing better and faster because they spend more time on it than us and it's a higher priority for us or it's a higher priority for them than it is for us okay now there's something else related to how important is it that I feel like managers who are in, in the mode of underdelegating, I've certainly been that way before, that th- I think it motivates them to, to hold on to stuff. Okay, so trip folders, maybe it's not high value, but yet you're doing it, right? You've got one in your head or you're using electronics to essentially create one or something like it. Let's suppose on a scale of one to three, one being critical, two being important, and three being necessary but of lower value, right? Quickly creating a trip folder would probably, it would certainly be a three, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, and right now, managers who are listening to this are saying, well, I'm doing a lot of one level things and I'm doing some two things. And, and let, let's go further and say you're so busy and you use your admin so well that she only does level two tasks. She doesn't do any level three stuff. Sounds good. Okay. Except that if you're doing your own trip folders, or at least your own planning and preparation, which essentially creates what amounts to a virtual trip folder, you're now doing level one and level two and level three things, that's what trip folders are to you, while your admin is only doing level two tasks. That model doesn't work. It's smarter for us, believe it or not, to take back a level two task in order to be able to delegate trip folders, which is a level three task than it is for us to keep that level two, to keep the trip folders, which are level three, and to protect our admins level two task. There's no sense in us ever doing any level three task unless our admin is doing nothing but level three tasks now and we have all the ones, all the twos, and some of the threes. So I feel bad. We took a long time in defense of this idea, but we know some of you are already tuning out. But, you know, we've seen this before. We start talking to managers about, you got, you know, where's your trip folder? Like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know what you're talking about or whatever. And then they're, maybe they're embarrassed or whatever. This is an example of a tactic. Trip folders are a tactic that inform a broader strategy that managers have. And many managers don't have a strategy of effective use of their admin. And so they literally think, oh, trip folder, admin, nope, not going to do it. And we just wanted a chance to put you in neutral on it, to walk you through it, and to have you understand better what it is. And once you understand it fully and you see how easy it is to do, you'll probably want to do it. And and they are like one-on-ones. Once you start doing them, you'll never go back. Yeah. And folks, if you don't have an admin and you've been listening so far, and you think that whole section there was about nothing other than delegating trip folders to your admin, you're missing something. Yeah. So. Good point. I didn't think about that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, that was really strategic rather than tactical. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well said. This is one of those things I've been writing for a, a while now about why we're long. And of course, it's taken me a long time to do it. You know, had I more time, I would have written you a shorter letter. But, um, you know, we're long about some things because we want people to understand the reason why. We really admire and respect managers, and we know if they understand what we're recommending and then they understand why we're recommending it, uh, they'll be better at applying it in many situations. And there are people who say, oh, you could have taught me that in five minutes. Well, I, I, could, have, I could have told you what to do, but I read something somewhere. Never, never tell a professional how to do something. Tell them what to do and let them surprise you with their ingenuity. We think we find a nice balance between the two. Okay, so now let's assume folks are smart, they listen to that, and they're convinced that, yep, I've got an admin, I need to do trip folders. So how do, how do we initially go about implementing them? 
Right. We we probably could have talked talked here about what they contain, but we'll do that in just a second. So uh, it's it's really pretty simple. We recommend you sit down with your admin and you delegate this new task to him or to her. Now, a minor point, some people say, oh, well, I really couldn't do this because I share an admin with somebody else. It really doesn't matter if you share an admin with another manager. We, of course, want you to be sensitive to the other manager. We're not suggesting you attempt to take over the admin's time to the detriment of his or her other supported managers. But trip folders are a completely reasonable and well-regarded admin task. The moment your admin starts doing it for you, the other manager is going to see it and going to say, well, why don't you do that for me? And that, that just proves that the other manager is not very smart, um, as if magically, well, anything you do for him or her, you should do for me. But anyway, we could refer you to the delegation task, right? Our easy guidance here about how to implement them is follow the manager rules delegation model. But in this case, we'll walk you through what you would say, which essentially follows our model. And it goes like this. You start by saying, Terry, I need your help. Okay. Uh, Mike will play Terry here. <laughs> Actually, I'll change it. I'll say, Mike, I need your help. Okay. Look, I, I rely on you to do some of my travel. You do it well. Would you please take responsibility create, for creating a trip folder for me for every one of my travel itineraries? Sure. What do I do? Okay, great, great. I'm glad you're willing to do it. It's pretty simple. A trip folder is a physical folder that, you'll, that you're going to give me before any travel I go on. And in it is going to be all the logistical, the travel, and the operational information I need for that trip. We're going to agree pretty quickly here on a standard format. It'll include some stuff like a receipt envelope, my airline itinerary, my meeting schedule, hotel and airline information, addresses, phone numbers, directions, stuff like that. And, and then as well, probably some files uh, I might need for a trip and materials for clients, uh, even stuff I might study on the trip and so on. Well, I can do that. Okay, good. So let's talk about what will be in it to start. Let's agree that we'll probably change some things after the first few trips. I know I have to share with you my learned preferences, all my free flyer numbers, all that sort of stuff. I hope you know you can ask about all that if I don't give it to you. And we'll start by just using a standard file folder. Uh, and maybe we'll use a different color. It might be good, something like that. And, and, and then I, I would continue on and say this is what I want in terms of the basics. Uh, and that would lead into what they contain. Okay. So still playing Mike, who's going to be... Mark's admin. So I really like this. I really like this. Mike is my admin. Yeah, don't, thing, don't, don't yeah, this, this thing yeah. last very long. It's going to last another twenty minutes, and then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> so, boss, what, what's in the what's in the, what's in this trip folder? I know I know you yeah. talked about a file folder. Okay, so right. What else? Yeah, they all really contain the same basic stuff. Different managers, different executives have different standards, but at a minimum, we're talking a file folder, a receipt envelope, a printed itinerary. Uh, key travel phone numbers and account numbers, flight info, hotel info, and some recommended ground travel. And then we also want to talk briefly about the electronic version of a file folder because people there are people who say, no, 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 we don't need a we don't need it, you know, in, in physical form. So let's talk about the file folder. Is that is it a, a plain manila folder or is it something special or custom? What Yeah, this is the this is the rocket science portion of this podcast um where we actually Ooh, tell you yeah it's just a file folder <laughs> i don't know <laughs> the ones the, the kind you just buy at stables nothing yeah um you know it's the thing you have in your office <laughs> um look actually some people who are listening have probably actually seen some of the custom ones if they've noticed somebody traveling on business on a plane or a train sitting next to them they have custom file folders with corporate logos on them on the front they have places to take notes you know printing on them to lines to take notes 
perhaps some stuff for expense recording itinerary info. But really, uh, you know, a plain vanilla or manila folder is is all it takes. You know, a tri-cut or a single-cut or a double-cut, doesn't matter. Just a file folder. Nothing fancy. It doesn't have to be closable. doesn't have to be sealable, anything like that. You can do all that stuff if you want, but why not use what your company already has laying around, which is a box of cheap file folders. That's it. Okay. Well, the second thing you mentioned was receipt, receipt envelope, which is which is great because I, even when I travel with my family, I get back, I have these, I got to hunt through my my purse and I, I've got all these, you know, receipts spread all over the place. I can never find them. So that makes sense to me. <laughs> I love it. You have a purse. Um, you know, that's great. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. Um, it's a man purse, by the way. Yeah. Okay, good. A purse, right? Yeah. If you've ever had to dig through a briefcase for receipts, you've probably created a spot. I have a spot for them in my briefcase and yet I still lose them, right? Every manager who travels needs a trip folder and the first thing that goes in the trip folder after the date of the, the name of the trip on it somewhere is a receipt envelope. And we're going to make it rocket science hard again. Just use any old cheap envelope, folks, something you can seal up, right? Most admins tend to paperclip them to the inside front cover of the folder. You know, I, I prefer mine stapled in because it slips out otherwise, but you don't need to do that, right? Sub admins are smart and they write the name of the trip and the dates on the front. And that helps if you make a lot of trips. You know, no sense in our admin or us for that matter having to recreate the well, what trip is this by looking at random receipts, looking at the date on those receipts, and then interpolating where we were from there and then determining what the trip was for and so on. Look at seriously, this is a standard A5 or regular mailing envelope, plain white. Don't waste money. You have them in your desk now, or frankly, sorry, hopefully your admin has them in his or her desk. That's all. And you just handwrite on the front of it. Trip to Dallas for AT&T. That's it. Good. And if you're, if you're going on a long, a long trip over the course of a week or two and you're seeing multiple clients, then you, you might think about a couple envelopes so you could separate it by, you could. by client, for example. That might be a, a more sophisticated implementation of the folder in the manila envelope trick. Yeah, I knew a manager once. I knew a manager once who went, a uh, um, fairly senior, senior consultant person in the consulting firm said, you know, managers have to do their own expense reporting. And all the executives secretly said, no, you pay me too much to do that. And the manager came back and it was the same every time he'd come back and he, he and his admin had a standard meeting, one hour, she at her desk, he at his, and they would sit down and separately, she would have copies of all her receipts. They would each fill out an expense report and, and verify that they had the same one. And once they got it the same, then they knew it was right. And then she could file it. I remember saying, well, how long has it been since you got one different? He says, oh, every fourth or fifth one, there's a small error. You know, we left out a receipt. Usually it's because she doesn't have a copy that she needs to have, whatever. Like, my God, I mean, that's worse than almost not doing it and not getting paid to have two people do it when the the difference in quality might be $5 as if $5 is going to make or break anybody. That's a lot of work. Yeah. So, no, it's a receipt envelope. Your receipts go in it for the trip. You know what? Every once in a while, folks, you're going to inadvertently do something personal. You're going to buy yourself a personal magazine. It's going to go in there, and the company is going to inadvertently reimburse you $2.50. At another time, uh, you're going to leave off a $10 thing, or you're not going to have a receipt for $10, and your company says, no, we need receipts for everything. Generally, there are rules about things that, you know, if you don't, if, if it's less than $10, you don't need a receipt. You just write it in. Folks, don't make it hard. Okay. Be ethical about these things and put all your receipts, receipts in the receipt envelope and forget about them. All right. That's it, everyone. Thanks for joining us. 
And we hope to see you back here again next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long. <laughs>